Welcome, my friends, to Scrimey River, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And joining us, well, we're here to solve your problems, first of all. We're not the only people here to solve your problems. We've got a special guest on Scrimey River this week. It's Jeffrey Palmer, another employee of ChannelFireball.com. Jeffrey, welcome. Hello, yes, I am Jeffrey Palmer, hashtag employee at ChannelFireball.com. So nice. It's like hashtag ad. It's it's, it's (laughs) one step above hashtag ad. (laughs) Hashtag CFB staff instead. That's my job description, employee. Very proud to be a part of such an illustrious company as ChannelFireball.com. And you, mm-hmm. uh, also, people have seen your stuff. You, Living Cards MTG, you make a lot of, you do a lot of very cool animations oh, yeah. of, uh, of, of card art. I used to, and then I had a child and had no time. Now it's all just memes and Tic Tacs and what have you. But <laughs> at one point I was cool and some people stuck around, so here we are. Do you look, do you look back fondly on your artist days? Yeah, yep. my days of artistry in my youth now replaced by. Old man. In my head, you're like I'm like the Spanish and... Riviera out in a field, and it's just you and your little laptop, and you're there animating. Indeed, yes, by a, a nice flowing river, animating away on Liliana and such such lovely things. Ah, did you? But you, did made, you made you made them all available, didn't you? What's that? You made them all available for free. Yeah. For oh, yeah. That's a cool thing. I I mean, you know, not to toot my own horn about how great I am, but I took all the work that I had done and. Uh, I just kind of was saying, why am I keeping this, you know, to myself? It's not doing me any good. I would love it to share it with the community so people could go and, uh, you know, make their own fan creations. And it, it just kind of exploded. It, it's on all kinds of intros and all that stuff. And that's much better than anything I ever did with them. Uh, so it's been extremely rewarding to see what people have come up with. So your pin tweet is that people can find it there, right? Yes, absolutely. Follow me at Living Cards MTG. Check the pin tweet or uh, you know in my bio, and uh, you can get right into the Google Drive. Grab all the animations you want, put them all in a row, and uh, make yourself some sweet graphics for your stream or your videos or what have you. Anything you want to do. And then if you feel like, wow, I got a lot of value out of this, I'm going to give anything back, just head on over to ChannelFireball.com right away. Absolutely. Yeah, Jeff, Jeffrey, t- tell us it. Like, okay, let's just, Dennis, let's just make Jeffrey do the ad. Is there something so to, for those of you, to read? So for those of you who don't know, Jeffrey, no, 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 no. We just pull it straight out of, straight out of the straight out of the bum every every week. So right. Jeffrey is the guy who, he obviously makes all these, you know, the, the animation, whatever else, but all the all the ads, all the little fancy, like, transitions and intros. I would describe Jeffrey sort of as being in charge of the visual identity of Channel Fireball. Mm, yeah, the zhuzhu. It's generous of you, Dennis. Zim zam, yeah, all the sound effects. Yeah. People talk to me in sound effects, that's my job. Uh, um, but yes. Jeffrey knows whenever he gets a message from me, <laughs> it's because I've started a new video series and need an intro and transition. Um, but Jeffrey, tell us, why should people buy and sell their cards at ChannelFireball.com? Well, ChannelFireball.com is obviously the best place to buy and sell cards in the multiverse uh, because you want to support the people who are making the content that you love, like Scrymia River. We've got a pretty cool team who's putting out articles and all kinds of stuff to keep you up to date with all of the comings and goings of the magic multiverse. And, uh, well, it's it's mostly just we love you. So why wouldn't you wouldn't you jump in to buy and sell cards? Oh, we're we're the community Jim. brand. Wow. <laughs> wow. I I mean I expected to backfire horribly. I thought you yeah, were going to make a good meal of it. That's the best ad read we've ever had. Well, of course, <laughs> you know, the show gets to a point every show actually gets to a point where they're they're about to jump the shark 
They turn hmm. left at the last moment by having me on, and uh, I save the day. And you guys and get at least two more seasons shark. out of everything. You're welcome. We could have. Don't worry about it. You, you could have saved happy days. Fonzie never would have jumped a shark. I know. Yeah, had, if, I could have turned the boat at the last second, and we would still be, uh, you know, having the fawns on our on oh, our screen. Oh, interesting but. here. So we are. With Scrum River, this is episode 41, so we're way mm-hmm. past being a dignified British series with like six episode seasons. Yeah, exactly. We're way past being an American sitcom with 24 episode seasons. Mm-hmm. We're an anime now. We need 160 <laughs> episodes a season. Yeah, There's no in between. Yeah, casting a Kamehameha for like the last 10 episodes, and uh, we've, it may finally hit in this, this one, but we'll see. Probably won't keep it going. Yeah, we're, we're, at, we're at the Kamehame part. Come, we haven't yeah. played at the high Kamehameha. The yeah, exactly. Love it. Well, hopefully, hopefully Jeffrey can power out some enormous big, la- I don't know, laser beams. The only animes I've ever watched are like Pokemon and now Yu-Gi-Oh! As, now we'll, as, Yu-Gi-Oh. We'll, as we'll talk about a little bit later. But this is a special episode for more reasons than one. We got a deluge of asshole questions uh, submitted. <laughs> <laughs> we got a deluge of, of, of am I the asshole questions submitted this week. Um of course, this is an MTG Advice podcast, but we get a lot of uh, am I the asshole, am I the magical asshole questions submitted, uh, and uh, we've got a, just a trove of them. And we thought, well, this is another reason we want to bring Jeffrey on the show. You know, we uh, we got a lot of stuff trying to try determine, try to judge people where they are, they are, they are, are not the asshole. Mm-hmm. And uh, we thought, well, it takes one to know one, so we'll get an asshole on the show, right. and uh, you'll be. <laughs> Part you'll of my day job to... is just judging, you know, asshole or you're not. Like an ex- you're like an uh, expert witness. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm the Dr. Drew, you know, of, of the Channel Fireball community and, and company and people, you know, all day long I'm going, ah, stop being an asshole. Ah, that's fine. That's a pass. But yeah, I, I'm happy to share my words of wisdom. All right. Well, let's get into it. We'll get underway and uh, begin. This is an opportunity, this- Riley, for you to have an intro sound for Am I the Asshole? We have a whole episode of it, which is finally your chance to put a fart noise in the podcast. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. All right. Well, okay. So, so we'll, we'll, we got, we got to do the musical sting. That's coming up. And then after that, look forward to, whoo, it's going to be Am I the Asshole this time with sound effects. Oh, boy. Hello, it's me, Riley from the future, recording this while I'm editing the podcast. Uh, because we made Jeffrey uh, do the ad read, we forgot to mention that Scrammy River now has its own uh, coupon code. You can use the coupon code SMAR, S-M-A-R, all caps, um, it, when transacting your business at channelfiber.com uh, to support the show. And uh, make sure you uh, yeah, make sure you chuck that in when when you're checking out or whatever you're doing at channelfiber.com. And at other places as well. I mean, the worst it's going to do is going to say code denied. Like when you're at the supermarket or like, I don't know, buying stuff online, whatever, just put SMAR in. I mean, it might work. Worst it's going to happen is not going to work. Anyway, um, yeah, coupon code SMAR. Make sure to get across it. Use it there uh, at CP. All right, well, it is time to get into the questions, but I want to share something with the listeners here. So uh, during that little break off, off camera, off camera, off mic, we're like, oh, I, I guess I have to download. I'll go to, you know, Motion Array or what was the one that you suggested, Jeffrey? Freesound.org. Love it. Freesound.org. I'll have to go and sound, get a fart sound effect to put on here. And then Dennis just did this. Should we do it again? Yeah, do it again, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't need to download anything. I would like to clarify, that is my mouth on my forearm and not straight from the source on that sound effect. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to sanitize this mic, you know, get someone in it's here. It's just the dynamic range you've got there, mate. Can you give us a little bit more gear? A little pitch? A little bit more? 
I think I can play Wonderwall on this thing. <laughs> How many Akas was that? I heard at least four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that is quite incredible. I have never. I, well, I say, I say never. I definitely did that when I was nine years old. But I have not tried to do that in at least a decade for sure. Just on my just forearm. Au, just on natural. My brother could do the most amazing ones by soaping up his underarm Ooh. and getting these real long, wet ones. Mate, out like that, that soaping up his underarm. That is that's juicing. That's that's, you know, that's doping. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's over the line. All right. Okay. Well, let's get let's get to the advice. Let's get to the asshole questions here, Jeffrey. We're very interested in your perspective on this one. <clears throat> Our first one comes into us from alert listener Trial by Dance, who asks, "Here's the situation: a commander game. I've made a deal with player A that I will not attack him until he plays a creature. A couple turns go by, no creatures cast by player A. I cast and activate Mind Slaver on player B and attack player A all out with player B's creatures. I argue I'm not the asshole because the creatures were still controlled by player B." By all the technical rules of the game, player A disagrees because I was the commander that gave the order. Am I the asshole? Did I break the agreement? This sounds more like it belongs in The Hague and not on this podcast. <laughs> this is a war crime. Yeah, uh, you, the very short, uh, concise description there, you're the asshole. You're an asshole. Uh, you, you controlled your own actions. And uh, first of all, I was playing a game of Commander... You're already an asshole. No. no, no. Oh, wow! <laughs> yes, oh, Jeffrey subscribes what? to my my <laughs> approach to Commander. You mind-slavered someone. You're an asshole. You, come on. You just... <laughs> it's just assholes all the way down. stripping down, yeah, rectum after rectum to the bottom where you try to say, oh, it wasn't my fault. You know, it was their creature. This is yeah. the I was just following orders of Commander games, Yeah, man. exactly. I'm not this is it. how regimes are built uh, where okay, you know, well, nobody questions anything. Here's a follow-up question, a follow-up situation, again submitted by Trial by Dance. Follow-up situation, would I have been the magical asshole if I had used Mind Slaver on player A instead, played a creature from his hand, and then attacked with my creature the next option? Because obviously the, the deal was, you know, I won't attack you until you play a creature. You Mind Slaver them, force them to play that a creature, then cool. can you attack I think them? that's cool, actually. I, I think that's- that would have meant, yeah, I mean, again, you're, you're still kind of skirting around things here and you you had agreed not to attack them until they play the creature so forcing them to play creatures doesn't fall within the purview of that in my opinion but uh, the the, the yeah. dense political machinations of these commander games are just there, insane exactly to me. There, in my humble opinion there is no way to play mind slaver as soon as you say that card's name you're an asshole mm. there's going to be somebody's an asshole in there you know you better just win the game and be done with it because yeah you can't get away cleanly from that one. You, you're never, you're never getting out of it no, alive. Exactly. No, yeah. But this is this follow-up situation's got some real. I am altering the deal yeah. energy to it. You know, <laughs> it's like that, oh, t- that would have been like, okay, that's cool. I'll give you a pass on that one. Am I the magical I asshole? It- I ensconced my opponent in carbonite. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, you, you'll play a creature. Yeah, that would have been a pretty interesting use of mind slaver to get out of politicking and, and commander game. Well, I kind of like. I think. I think that's why you have to be really specific with these deals. If you say, "All right, I won't. I won't attack you until a creature comes under your control." You know, uh, like a creature comes onto the battlefield under your control. So if I donate a if, creature to you, yeah, it doesn't count because they didn't play it, right? Right, right. I mean, the politics just be careful what commander. you sign up for. Yeah, exactly. It, what? How serious are we being with our commander play group here? <laughs> These hard and fast rules are usually like, 
I've forgotten whatever I agreed to by the time I've made my next drink and gotten back to the table. Who was I not supposed to attack? And, oh, sorry, I'm attacking you. <laughs> it's just happening. But Dude, again, that was so like I three guess, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> the takeaway here is whenever you're getting anything, any kind of agreement from Jeffrey is get it in yeah. writing. Get it because... in writing. Put it in front of my face the whole time. Uh, yeah. yeah, otherwise I just, I won't, I won't remember. Yeah, the picks or it didn't triplicate. happen approach to... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Handshake deals. Do you know what? No good. Dennis, we've got to get, we've got to get, we've got to find some kind of like frivolous legal action that we could take against Jeffrey here because I feel like it'd be a walk in the park. Mm-hmm. Oh, just a minor, oh, absolutely. Like, like, a, like a parking yeah. fine yeah. or something? Yeah, just, I'll oh, just get him for anything. There's a whole team of people keeping me just on the straight and narrow from falling yeah. into a legal pit every day of my life. Just as yeah. soon as I <laughs> roll out of bed, I, you know, the litigation, they're like wolves at the door. So, like wolves at the door, I imagine. All right, we've got to get him. Look, well, Dennis, we'll try to trick him into saying something like slanderous or, or, or defamatory. If we by just the keep him on the line long enough, you'll get enough words to piece it together, surely. I've already indicted yeah. the entire commander community as a bunch of yeah. assholes, so don't, don't worry. You know, a class first, action lawsuit. First time I'm on the podcast. Commander is far and away my favorite format. Not even close, but yeah, of course. Wow, really? Jeffrey, this is interesting. I didn't yeah. know that you were, I didn't know you represented America in the reverse Olympics <laughs> in the cycling event. You're so good at backpedaling. Yeah, wow. yeah. Well, no, I, I'm just saying I, I lump myself in with the assholes you know slinging 100 card decks but you know full of spells at each other i, I think it's it's the format for the, for that we're all trying to do the most broken thing possible that's what's fun about the format all right we got another question here from natchum hackett am i an enchanted rectum excellent opening as always yeah it's Th- very it's much more pg i like that uh, this took place in the gay crash pre-release i just started to play a month earlier and i was still quite awful at the game and had never won a match before what, what you've never won a game holy crap it was the last round and i was playing against a good friend I was O and X and out of prize contention, right? The friend against whom I was playing had, had been all had been pared down to play against me. If he wins, he gets a booster. We're on game three. I had a Gideon Champion of Justice out, and I was about to ultimate him when my friend asked me if I'd be willing to concede to him, as I wasn't going to get anything for winning while he would get a booster. I said no, and that I really want to win, and then ultimated Gideon and won a few turns afterwards. Am I the enchanted Anus? I know that my friend would have gained something <laughs> tangible had I conceded, but at that point, I never won a match, and it was really important to me. Should I have conceded, or was my experience of finally winning a match as valuable as my friend getting a booster? Mm. This is interesting, because like the idea that they would get something tangible, the store loses something tangible. It's not. This is zero-sum. That pack comes from somewhere. It's not birthed from the ether. Well, I like, look at this, corporate, wow, corporate bootlicker Dennis, immediately wow, thinking okay. about the business. Thinking yeah, about the yeah, margins. The no. Wow. This is, now, this is clear. clear as I do also know at, it's a pre-release, so the store gets an additional two boosters of prize support per player for free. So oh, look at that. Oh, oh, you don't, Dennis doesn't see, like, flesh and blood humans. He just sees sacks of meat with dollar signs <laughs> To be squeezed, on them. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So either uh, this sto- either this store no. had very very top end heavy um price support like spiky price support for yeah. a pre-release which is incorrect anyway or they're hiding packs under the table baby could be Natchum, did you sit down across from another human being to play a game of magic? Did you want to win that game of magic? If you answered yes to any of these questions, there's no way you could be the asshole 
for winning that game of magic. I, I will never stand by somebody saying, oh, I should have let him win so they'd get a pack. No, good on you. You won. That's the whole point of the game. It's a game. Someone has to win. Someone has to lose. Your friend wow. is the asshole for even having brought that up. Wow. Jeffrey, take no prisoners palming. Yeah, yeah. Jeffrey, King Solomon and cutting the boosters in half here. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Natchum, you know, come on. What's what's more important, you having a positive play experience or your friend getting a stupid booster that's going to have a bulk rare and never be seen again? I know a lot of Magic players who are purely like, who are obsessed with empirical value. Who would yes, think yep. that what Natchum did was a net loss in value for everyone and therefore now for everyone, right? Because yeah, it, but basically Natchum just incinerated a booster that was going. He wanting. left it in the store's coffers. It's not incinerated. Corporations own things too. <laughs> corporations are people too. What? When someone think of the corporations? <laughs> yeah, okay, no, Dennis. I'm not, not going to go as far oh, as when someone man. think of the corporations. <laughs> um, I I would take a more moderate approach to this now i don't know if i'm in the minority here but i think like i don't know i guess the thing is it's your first if it's your first Come win on. that's a big you're deal you're gonna call natchum an asshole for getting his I'm first not gonna, win no. especially with a I gideon just, ultimate that's fun yeah riley i can't like, hear you over the sound of jeffrey sharpening his pitchfork to go hunt down this dude oh, yeah natchum <laughs> and i you know let's go natchum get it done i think that the but I don't know. I, I don't want to kind of just walk right into the bear trap that Dennis has set for me, but I do kind of feel like this was a waste. <laughs> like, this was a big, just bleeding value because, like, yeah, you could have got that boosty. Oh. And also, the moral victory was yours. You you ultimated the Gideon. Like, you basically won the game. Uh, but, uh, mm, mm, mm. No, I know. I had a, I game, I I had actually, a game at a GP once with an unnamed magic personality who I'm not going to out on the podcast here. And it was like we were like in the three and zero bracket at the GP, so we're like doing pretty well. Yep. And mm -hmm. he um he used let's say more than his fair length of rope of time in the game. Ah, uh, yes, yes, okay. And we were going up to time, and this dude mm. starts panicking, like shaking with rage, and like showing me his cards. Like, come on, come on, I would have won. I would have won. Right, you can see it. I would have won. I would have won. Hang on, hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're playing as like a really slow player, and then all of a sudden they get really flustered. Yeah. Hmm. That's unusual because Gabe's usually. I mean, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to name names here. No, 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 no. I was no. going to say it's often, but players like that are often fine with playing late into the. This slot player has since been banned from Magic. Oh, oh, it's now gotten very juicy. Twice. Okay, but they right. were freaking yeah. out, shaking, begging me to concede to them, and I was like, no, and I was like. I'll tell you. Like, and he was like, but with the draw, we only get two points, and if I win, it's three points. And I'm like, yeah, but I get yeah. one See, point. That, yeah. Exactly. That's, that's my whole thing. I, I would never, no. You're there to do a job, do the job. I didn't come concede. Away as the winner. You're I didn't never concede. Natchum was right to win. Self-actualization right. is the only true pleasure. All right. There you go. What <laughs> your friend should have done was said at the start of the match, can we play this for fun? You know, let me just have the pack and we'll play a game for fun. No, but Natchum wanted it on the books. The he wanted the one on the books. No, no, no. That'd be perfect. That'd yeah. be perfect for them to say, because then Natchum can call a judge over, get them done for collusion and bribery. And take DQ, everything. Cluck. Don't have to exactly. play. Exactly. Clock out early and go get dinner. At, at a gate crash pre-release, I mean, this is not competitive IRL, or is it? No. You know, 
no, R- no, whatever, no. IRL, Rules League Enforcement, whatever. REL, Come Rules on. Enforcement Level. REL. Yeah, rule, rules League, no, the Rules League Enforcement. Anyway. You get the Rules League, they enforce Hello. as they come they down. They jump out of the shadows and pull yeah. you into a unmarked van. Oh, that's only happening in America. Oh. All I right, forget well, y'all don't have the problems we have. We'll Jeffrey talk. has asked me to stop talking uh, about my life because it upsets him too much. Because I'm like, ooh, I went to a restaurant yeah. and I'm going to the movie theater. And he's like, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> I have a chair, king in the castle, king in the castle. Yeah, it's terrible. But Jeffrey, think of all the freedom that you have that we don't. I know. We're selling it by the pound over here. <laughs> oh my god. Twenty four ninety eight easy pound. By the good old freedom. fashioned American pound. Exactly. Yeah, we'll carve you off a slice, ship it over to you, some freedom. Get some Trump bucks. Buy yourself some red hats and you're ready to go. <laughs> oh, this is why this I didn't realize this is going to be a you know, this is just a lighthearted MTG advice podcast, but now it's a searing political uh, satire. Yeah. yeah, oh, well, it's sorry, that's what's going it's on. Jeffrey's with me life, in the world, we shouldn't unfortunately. <laughs> invite the American on, you're gonna, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna, <laughs> gonna get a side of fries with that. Uh, <laughs> hate to tell you, that's how we do things. Oh, dear. All right, we've got another advice question. We've got another um, Am I the Asshole question here, Jeffrey, for you to, for you to have a chew on here, mate, all right. <clears throat> if you can find room amongst all the fries and hamburgers. There we go. Um, I've heard a lot of Magic Asshole submissions where the listener is obviously in the right, mm-hmm. so I wanted to submit someone where I might actually be in the nice. wrong. My playgroup plays all sorts of games, both MTG and other games. We draft cube or the latest set or play board games or all sorts of stuff, but occasionally people want to play some EDH. I'm not a huge fan of EDH for a lot of Woo-hoo! reasons. There you go, Dennis. Um, but a big one is that I like to play aggressive decks, which are not super viable in the format. Some of my friends, on the other hand, love to draw a million cards and have 30 mana or so. So when EDH day rolls around, I get my kicks out of playing a Thalia aggro deck full of mass land destruction and hate cards aimed against the decks that my friends play. I generally try to rush down the person with the slowest deck and punish them for their greed. Am I the magic asshole for breaking the EDH social contract so that my friends don't want to play and we can go back to drafting? You were not the asshole until I until you made your motive clear. <laughs> oh my! Well, who's taking this one? Because I have some thoughts. No, go course. ahead. Yeah, punch it, right. well, It's all you, mate. So it's, it's all I, you. I can actually speak to this, and uh, dear dear friends of mine have really strong feelings about land destruction in EDH. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean. Um, it's, it's horrifying. I, I've actually seen this exact situation play out where it's like somebody, you know, you, you dump a few things in, blow up all the lands, and then, uh, the salt, you know, you could salt mm. a few batches of fries with what I've seen, uh, from these land destruction cards. But here's the thing. If you know that that player is that sort of person, you can tune your decks pretty quickly to sort that out, you know? Put in a counterspell. <laughs> so, so do, do something so they can take care of it. If you No, Jeffrey, that's not pure EDH. Pure EDH just, is solitaire. Just trying, yeah. It, it's a two-parter here. If, you, if you're just trying to be an asshole for an asshole's sake, just because you don't want to play the game, yeah, then you're an asshole. Do I think you're an asshole for playing land destruction? No. It's a legal card in the format. No, you, no. Wrong. Whoa, no. here comes Riley. Land destruction is un- uniformly the anti-Riley... Take it up, take it up with Sheldon Menery, baby. 
Don't, well, this is the thing. Someone needs to just beat Sheldon Menery a lot with mass land destruction so he'll finally ban it. Because that's the that's that's what I've been told. The best way to get a card banned in, in Commander is just to beat the rules committee with it over and over <laughs> oh. again. And they're like, oh, I hate this card. I'll get rid of it. I don't know if there's any truth to that, but that's what I've heard. Yeah, I, I could care less. I mean, I, I play EDH exclusively to have a good time, and if somebody wins by blowing up all the lands and having creatures in play and they, they win the game, they won the game, you know, and bad on me for not having the ability to deal with it. I <laughs> I mean, it's it's wow. sort of stupid to have, uh you know, something get through that can blow up all your lands. Most people don't choose to play it, but I think this person is just trying to, you know, be annoying for, for this, the sake of it. I mean, in my eyes, this person's an unsung hero. Lord Daphne writes in here, <laughs> not the hero you EDH idiots deserve, but definitely the hero you need here. The one you need, exactly. Make, yeah. Exposing not, EDH not. for the flawed, politically mess? construed mess that it is and getting people back to pure, honest draft. Uh, Lord Daphne, I applaud you. No. I love it. No. I my anti applause cancels out Dennis's applause. You're, I hate rapidly, this. you're I rapidly moving your hands away from each other. Let's see how again, let's see how well that cancels out. I love no, it. Hate cards. Aim I'm not specifically at the decks that my friends play. That's just beautiful. I love it. They're playing smokestacks over here. And uh, well, Jeffrey's thinking of something I talked about before, which is where it is fun and I think occasionally important for someone at the table to lean into being the villain. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. You love to see it. Somebody at the table has to play that role or it goes on forever. What's the fun of that? Laura Daphne, you have to be aware that they're just going to not invite you after a while. <laughs> That's true. You keep going yeah. With your land destruction. They're just going to say, well, to hell with this guy. But while you're allowed to sit at the table, you're allowed to play cards that are legal in the format. No, Lord Daphne is writing a 95-card list of land destruction and nailing it to the front door of the church that is Commander (laughs) here, man. I fully applaud this. Nailing it to the front door of his mate's (laughs) of their mate's house because they won't let him him in to play with him. Yeah, we tried. So similar. I mean, come on. Again, I've seen it. I've seen it happen. I was all excited about the Oathbreaker format. Have you heard of this one? It's the one where you 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 have a planeswalker who has a signature spell. spell. Yeah. Yeah. So we. I, I spent. An inordinate amount of time making three decks. I told all my friends about it, how excited I was about it. Let's sit down, let's play. We sat down, everyone had brought a deck, it was a unique thing, and I look over and I'm I'm just my buddy's got this smile on his face and I'm going, I, I know he plays island, turn two he plays island and I'm sitting there going, I know this is not gonna end well and of course, what does he have? But the two card combo of literally ninety nine island or you know, whatever the amount of cards is, all islands and the and the card that mills every card that's a non land card or that, that isn't a land, and you, you just play Jace and you just win. So he had, he had two magic oh, cards in his deck. Tr- treasure hunt. Treasure hunt. Yeah, he, yeah. J- he had he had Jace Jace Wilder of Seek or Jace Wilder of Mysteries and, and Treasure Hunt. Yeah. So played the played the four mana, played the Jace, played the treasure hunt or six mana, whatever, and, and just won. Yep. After knowing how excited I was about it. Nice. Now, those two cards are legal. So I said, you know what? I hate you. But you got me. You know. And then we, <laughs> and but, did you go and draft what, or play I, play Catan afterwards or yeah, a better exactly. game? We just, we just, we just moved on. Yes. You know, come success. On. What are you going to do? I hate this. Can't, I hate can't this sit so there and call somebody. Can you hear the people sing? <laughs> I'm, I'm all in, dude. <laughs> Tear it down. <laughs> you go Going full, wow. full this, I'm going the defenestrations like of the rules committee, man. Let's go. 
Yeah. This is this is backfired horribly for all uh, I, I all real AD, EDH. I'm just going to pull out the real Scotsman argument here. All real EDH players don't wouldn't have any trouble. Correct. With this. Get them out. Yeah. You have stumbled <laughs> upon my uh, the pet hate cards of my own, which is untapping land cards. It, now, if we somebody was to say I was playing a profit of prefix style deck, uh, I'd have yes, been going. Yep, yep. Asshole! <laughs> yeah, get them out of here, Candelabra of Tornos and How buddy dare High Tide. You yeah, me with any kind of untapping thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it just so, so if happens, anything, you, I could care you, less. You definitely prefer your lands. You, you'd rather be destroyed than untapped. Than untapped. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Interesting. All right, Dennis, you want to hit us with the All next right. one here? This is a yeah, topical well, one. The, the username that submitted this seems more like an MK Ultra activation code than a real username, but this one comes from RMSE88TU, which actually, this is interesting. So I have I have an Alexa, which is going to peak up now that I said that. Stop. Okay. And when I try to connect it to my phone to use as a Bluetooth speaker, okay, it will never read my phone's name. It'll always say, now connected to A34 colon dash six and just a big string of letters. And I'm like, why are you doing this to mm. me? Why don't you just say like Samsung Galaxy? Why are you doing this? And I can't fix it. Anyway, Riley, can you help me with my tech issue on your tech, tech help podcast? <laughs> on this tech, on this political magic advice tech no. podcast. So yeah, this yeah, person writes in podcast, and says, an LGS in my area is running very limited capacity in person tournaments. The format is modern, and for context, I'll state it as a somewhat spiky crowd. I'm playing 8-rack, and I'm 1-2 and two of 4 rounds, so the stakes are quite non-existent for me, and I assume my opponent as well, except for bragging rights, of course. So, so far, very similar to the situation we had up above. Oh, yeah. He wins the die roll. Yeah, so far, hero. He wins the die roll, and we begin the game, and he opens by casting a foil once upon a time for zero. I immediately <laughs> stop and let him know that that card is banned in modern... <laughs> He questions the validity of my statement, at which point we simultaneously pull up Gather on our phones. His face sinks and he says, well, there's not much point in playing this deck, and begins to pack his things. I apologize that he had played the three previous rounds where no one either saw the card or was also unaware that the card was banned. I learned as he was packing he was playing Mono Green Tron. I told him we could come, we could play on if he wanted, but he declined and left. Am I the magic asshole? No! Oh, hard No! No, I feel like I want a choir to just come up behind you. Yeah. No. Yeah. First of all, you're playing eight rack hero, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, Love wow. It. Who is this guy? That's one of my favorite decks. That uh, I've had a deck thrown at me twice playing Magic: The Gathering in in all. <laughs> and when you say thrown at you, you mean physical pieces of cardboard flying through I mean the air. Physically, yeah, exactly. So two times I've had a deck tossed at me. Once in draft, which was sort of with malicious intent. Once just. I, in disbelief, I was playing against elves. They'd already mulled the five. You know, it was sort of low stakes again, and I oh. sinkholed them on turn two, and uh, they just sort of pitched all the elves right in my general direction in a sort of 60-card flip-it pickup. But yeah, eight, eight rack is amazing. I absolutely <laughs> love that strategy. But come on now, you, you pointed out that their beautiful Once Upon a Time was now just a shiny piece of cardboard, and not on you. That's not asshole I, behavior. That's I had a friend one time stuff. tilt out ferociously. I think it was back at the Theros pre-release, and some everyone was playing like Wingseed Rider because heroic was like the jam. Wingseed Rider was insane in the middle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, three mana two two flyer that. got Ken Rider trying to target it, and he'd had his fill. It was like round five. He played against infinite Wingseed Riders. He was like zero and four, 
And his opponent goes, you know, mountain. He's like, yeah, planes, yeah, go planes. Wings to the rider. And this guy just stands <laughs> up, leaves all his cards, and just walks out of the shop. And we're like, we're like, is he coming back? And then we just hear, we just hear his car start up. And he just went home. And he was never seen again. Never seen him again. Jeez. No, look. Uh, yeah, once upon a time is just horrifying. I don't think RMSED eight to you is the asshole here. I think like being in the zero, well, the, the you know one two bracket and having I don't, I don't. No, you don't let him play it out. Like you, you don't just go. Oh, it's fine. Whatever they can do. It. It's just illegal. Yeah. Like it's no, not you don't close. Do it. You don't do it. But I just thought it was interesting. One of the reasons you know I so said this is no. a topical question is you know with the lightning fast bans we've seen this week. Where Wizards was just like, hey, these cards are banned. No warning, no announcement, no nothing, right? Imagine this. Imagine if you just haven't checked, like, Twitter for the week. You go to play against someone and you've got your Wilderness Reckon. It's like, sorry, that was banned. Oh, that's fine. I've got, like, a Teferi. No, no, that's banned too. Oh, okay. I guess I could... Okay, I guess I'll play the Sacrifice. I could probably borrow yeah, no Ractor Sacrifice of my friend. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Here's a question for you, okay. Riley, specifically. We learn at the end of this you know, thrilling, epic yarn that his opponent was playing mm-hmm. mono green Tron. Is that the most asshole deck in the modern format? And is it more asshole than eight rack? It's not the most. No, I think eight racks worse. I think, I, I think the worst actually is those like egg style decks. Cause they're still floating around. They're not anywhere near as good since band, like the band, like second sunrise or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think egg style decks like that, cause it's just, mm-hmm. like, you're just playing solitaire, you know? What about KCI? Back yeah, we just... What was that, Dennis? You have to sit there. What about KCI? Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Those sorts of decks. Like, eggs, solitaire-style decks. It's just like, come on. Like, what, what, are, we even, are, we even playing, are we even playing a game here? Lantern <laughs> Control. What about Lantern Control? Sure. Oh, wow. oh I love Lantern Control. You two control. are just come peas on, in a pod, huh? I think, no, I think just the, wonderful. I think the thread here is that Jeffrey's just the asshole. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, why that's you brought him on. The so oh, I guess yeah. that's... Again, why did you have me on the show? Yeah, exactly. I, I, I am here to bring up the asshole. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'll tell it like it is. Mono Green Tron I, and all the Tron variations, those three stupid lands. I mean, come on. It's just about as boring as it gets. I, I have more mana than you faster. Therefore, mm-hmm. I can do the dumb thing. Get out of here. Now, I, I'm trying to crush your spirit. By making you discard all your cards, sack your lands and creatures, and slowly whittle you to death. That's just good for fun. That's just, that's just living righteously. Oh, wow. I don't know what point you did. All right. We'll get another one here. <clears throat> this one comes to us from Regus, who says, I was playing in an FNM out of town, paired against a young teenager on White Weenie. I was sitting behind a Lyra that was holding off my opponent's creature, so 5-5 five, five first strike lifelink. Pretty good pretty good blocker. Pretty good stabilizer. Uh, mm. to stabilize there. Um, and attacking with Lyra would leave me dead on the crackback. Mm-hmm. A guy sits down to watch the game next to my opponent. As I passed in in my turn, he glanced at me and says, why don't you attack? My opponent immediately raises their hand and shouts, judge, loudly enough that I was genuinely startled. The judge of this very, very small store walks over and asks what seems to be the problem. My opponent explains that the guy next to him, a man I'd never met, was attempting to help me win the game with outside assistance and implicated me as a co-conspirator. Remember, I'm from out of town. After coming to understand the situation, the judge instructed the guy to refrain from outside commentary. The match ended in a draw, and when my opponent later asked to see my trades, I declined, but happily traded with others. Am I the magical asshole? That last one's a little petty, but I like it. <laughs> the little the little rub in there at the end. I just love this. What do you think of this accusation, Jeffrey? The idea that some new guy walks in, right, gets his confederate to sit down, say, why didn't you attack? Yeah. Just making it absolutely... Br- and then and be like, no, 
They're in on it. It's all connected, like Pepe Silvia. No, There's no, no. Red, Unbelievable. Red going everywhere. I, M. Night Shyamalan, I bet he was a conspirator with the other guy and trying to get mm-hmm. him disqualified for cheating. Ah, this is a racket that they've oh, run we've over just blown and this and whole thing wide open. Yeah. It's, it's like throwing throwing the buddy in front of the car and then the other yeah. person says, I saw the yeah. whole thing. He hit him. You know, it's, wow. Yeah, no, I think we've cracked it there. So Regis got, Regis got um, like and g- conned. Narrowly dodged, narrowly getting, dodged yeah, getting conned. The judge didn't buy it, thankfully. Lucky the judge wasn't on the. Uh... And then, yeah, what that's the what I'm saying. Lucky the judge off? wasn't yeah, getting it. Exactly. A... We had been paid up with all the right people, and the judge would have said, "You got to hand over your whole deck and the lyra, and you know we're going to take give you out me, back give and me your beat car. you up." And then it could have been a whole problem. Therefore, the good, therefore yeah. the good <laughs> grace of Judge Academy, go we. Hmm. Well, uh, no, absolutely, you are not the enchanted rectum, well, and I hope you are never. What about the what about the not again. trading at the end? What Awful. do you think of that? Just a power move. <laughs> oh, beautiful! Mm, chef's <laughs> chef's kiss on that one. <laughs> I would have uh, I would have you know maybe like flashed the binder. Just not like, for yeah, you. Oh, and then just, just yeah, 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 no, go go slowly. real deep on it. Be like, yeah, sure, we can trade, and then like, oh, I need this. Yeah, yeah, sure, I need that. Oh, yeah, sure, okay. You're going for the end of the Godfather Two, where it's like, don't ask him my business, and he closes the doors slowly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh yeah, a tough situation. You hate to see it when you're out of town. You want to have a good. I really do think they tried to bamboozle this guy. uh, Do you think it was a? Do you think it was the racket? You know, like the one that was in Better Call Saul, where they've got the watch, and they like try to pawn it, and the guy goes off to the toilet, and then the other guy, the 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 stooge, comes in and says that watch is actually worth like a thousand dollars or whatever. Do you think these two people are just you know? Some kind of racket. Be careful. There's 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 fraudsters and tricksters and 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 conmen everywhere. Huge asshole awarded a hanging sign, neon sign to the idiot who sat down next to him and said, you know, why don't you attack? Don't do that. Don't ever do that. Just, you know, if somebody's playing a game of magic, your contribution is not necessary, required, mm-hmm. nor mm-hmm. asked for ever. So, especially if this is somebody you don't know, <laughs> you know, come on. They're trying to play. They're having unless a, you're, you know, Unless you're running an, an illegal now, collusion racket. Unless you're running then, an illegal collusion racket, yeah. and then that's your purview, and yeah. you know, <laughs> that sounds like that's on you. What are you going to do? You're an asshole. Have you heard of the old? <laughs> and this is a cheat that was circulating in Europe for a long time, named after a certain team that used to do it. So I won't share that here. But where you try to get your opponent for submitting an illegal deck? What is this? When they oh, at the start what? of the game, when they pass you their deck to shuffle? Oh yeah, yeah. You palm one of the cards yep. and and put it in your lap. Yep. And then you put that card on the floor and you kick it over to their side of the table. Yeah. So that, and then you go, Judge, I think my opponent has too few cards. And when they come over, one of their cards, lo and behold, is on the yeah. floor. They must have dropped it when shuffling. Yeah. They submitted a 59 card deck. That's a game yeah. loss. I had an opponent, I had an opponent get a game loss for having 59 cards one time when we were playing, we were playing, what we, we were playing a format where like Oblivion Ring or like Banishing Light or something like that was a card. Um, oh, yeah, and we yeah. were playing and mm-hmm. we, we finished. I can't remember who won game one, whatever, but we finished and we went to shuffle off for game number two. And then halfway through the second game, I was like, hang on, why is this course of crucifix on the battlefield? And we realized, oh, the opponent didn't pick it up and shuffle it back into their library. We both just completely missed it. And so we're like, Ooh. well, let's call a judge. And the judge came over because we thought it'd be like, yeah, well, you know, you get a warning, shuffle be more in, careful, yeah. shuffle it back into your library. I think nowadays whatever. that is what would happen nowadays, actually. Pardon? 
I think that is what would happen. Nowadays. Well, back in twenty, back in twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen, whatever it is, the judge was like, "Yeah, you presented a legal debt game loss," and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> Didn't it kind of went? Yeah, it kind of went from zero Ouch. to one hundred very quickly there. But yeah, uh, and then you turn, you slip, you slip the judge a fiver under the table, money well and spent, you go back your Money day. well spent. Oh yeah, the competitive side of Magic just terrifies me. I played in that level of competitiveness, like just. Mm. A handful of times, <laughs> and I I have been terrified every time. Some people, you know, like people we work with, uh, are great with it. They they could care less. Mm. They're smooth as butter. But Jeffrey, I'm just terrified. I want to move on to the next no question, way. but I, you've said it three times now, and I can't let it. I can't <laughs> you let it go. Bring this up. I can't let it go. So this this is something that Americans say all What's the time. That? I could care less. Do you mean you couldn't care less? Uh, Mm. Oh, you caught me saying that. See, I'm. I just haven't even yeah. uh, haven't even been noticed. Uh, yeah, because that I means that it wouldn't be that possible does, for me that to means, care less than I do about this. All that means right is you care at least a little bit. I think it. I think it would be possible. Would because you if you say I couldn't care less, it means less I don't phrase. care. Because I could care less what your opinion of how <laughs> oh, I see got him. Is, So you uh, care a lot know. about it because you're saying you could care less than you do well, now. No, it doesn't mean he cares a lot. He cares at least a little bit, and I could. We have not reached on the uh, on the graph of the caring yeah, where we're sort of doing an X Y sign variable. There is still room for but, me to so, care. But less that doesn't tell me that to go. you like it. Just I, I don't understand how this saying came about. I really don't. All Dennis, you're with me, it's right? Just, it's no, just, I, I, I yeah, it's, it's just a corruption. I think I'm just saying it wrong. But you, 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 and three hundred million other people are saying it wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's not just you. Yeah, I know. I there's definitely ones that uh, I see that bug me. So yeah, well, you know, good on you if you felt. You oh wow, got him! Wow, you're a big man, you, you're sitting in your tower and your Big Mac tastes a little. I mean, it does tonight, because at, at the moment, at the uh, moment at least, the country I live in has some <laughs> level of food standards. I mean, that's going out the window soon. I get, I get annoying when I see reviews that say the game was very addicting. Is yes. Like, don't you yeah. mean addictive? Yeah, I, I get it. There's, there's. I get, I get mad. Yeah, a friend of mine gets uh, mad. I'm gonna make a note. Try to say I couldn't care less. I couldn't possibly care less. <laughs> yeah, that's how I talk. Riley. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Wow. I, 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 we had two Jeffries. Then we have two Rileys now. I think we start the recording again, man. But just what was just uh, what was the one you were gonna say, Dennis? What annoys you? Because yeah. I've got I've got a list as long as my arm. We're not gonna get into that. I got somebody who got <laughs> mad at me because I said something. Uh, maybe nauseous as opposed to nauseated. nauseated. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. When someone says, I feel nauseated, I feel nauseous. I'm like, no, you, you're fine. You know, I don't feel sick. It's, it, it, don't worry about it. Yeah. The thing that makes someone nauseated is the nauseous thing. Yes. Wow. Well, completely, we've gone off the rails. This is actually the longest we've stayed on the rails, I think, for a, for like usually, like wow. last week, I was telling stories about like kids that I went to primary influence. school with. I had to rant Riley back. Riley does this thing where he tells a story, Jeffrey, where every time he tells a story and he encounters a person he knows in the story, he gives you their full name, and I don't know why. <laughs> He'll be like, so I met my friend here, Luke O'Neill, and he was chatting with another friend, Jeffrey Palmer, and I'm like, why are you like, and his and and. It, Luke yeah, and he's O'Neil. like, and his social security number is so and so and so and so. I'm like, why are you doing this? Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, what are people looking these looking these chaps up? Look. We got one. We got one yeah. more here. Right. One more here, Ronnie Jeffrey. Seems to have been birthed from the same facility that um, RMS was birthed from. We have SDH101 here, an earlier model. Yep. In the before times, I went to a Magic Fest to play in the main event, which was Modern Horizons Sealed. I'd never done competitive REL Limited, much like you, Jeffrey. It seems like as I mostly play at my small local shop. 
<laughs> I was not prepared for the way that you register the player across from you's pool, and in the stress of the moment made some idiot mistakes that to re-register the pool several times. Oh, dear. <laughs> a judge came over to help, and even with the time extension, we got my opponent and me had less time for deck building, which is obviously a disadvantage. My opponent was really nice about the whole thing, but I feel bad for inconveniencing them and wasting a judge's time. My question is, am I the asshole for showing up to an event unprepared for competitive REL and slowing it down? And what advice would you give to people trying to make that jump? Uh, no, you're not. The yeah, I mean, everybody gets one, right? Your first event like this, it's fine that you made a mess of it. It's great. Yeah, I, I did it one time. I went to one GP, sat down with the limited and, and had to do it. And it was terrifying for me. And yeah, I felt like the asshole for, you know, very slowly mm-hmm. and asking like 50 questions and, you know, making sure I did it right. Yeah, and it's a disadvantage to have a little less time for deck building. But like Dennis said, this cuts know, both ways get, for me. A, somewhere. I get inordinately frustrated when people do this at events, at competitive events. And I know mm. I'm being an asshole for that. I know that's a hang of mine. But B, <laughs> they give you way too long for deck building. Way too long. Can I, Dennis? Way. Dennis, ahead. can I tell you something, mate? I'm one of you, I'm one of your very best friends, I think. I think you, I think it's just time for me to tell, tell you this, right? <laughs> You sometimes, and I'm not saying all the time, and I'm not saying in 100% of situations, right? But sometimes, Dennis, like just very occasionally, <laughs> you will commit yourself to decisions just a little quickly, just a little no too way. fast. No way. No way. And with that, we reach the end of the Strategy <laughs> River podcast. The two were never seen together no way. again. Deck, I I, like, here's the thing. It's a, me- it's, a mental, it's a mental drain thing. My gut instinct first attempt at building a sealed pool, I feel, is like 85% of the way there. And I'm not I spending half an hour on the last 15. go a step further and say that every time, every single time I have watched Dennis draft or pull a sealed or do anything, he has slapped it together <laughs> faster than any yeah. human yeah. possible. The computer... In yeah. all of its infinite, yeah. you know, ones Absolutely. and zeros, couldn't no. build the deck faster than Dennis can do it. I've seen him put it together so fast he's forgot. Yes, that happened on stream. You forgot to put lands into a draft deck with Eric Levine. Yes. He just literally he had he had clicked some the draft ended and he had clicked submit before like the, the other yeah. people had ignored even all the warnings that were like, and "Yo, we you don't have any lands." He just you know click cut cut cut. Go and I, I was just like, "That's that's terrifying." You know, what if he makes all the decisions I do. in his life? Why I think he, he does. Oh my God, yeah, he he, he married the first <laughs> one. He, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, uh, by congratulations by the way, Dennis got engaged. Those of you missed you know, it on Twitter, Dennis I got did. engaged. Official, yeah. Thank you very much. And uh, I think he took. Nikki is the fourth serious relationship I ever had, so we're doing good there. Wait, no. Third. Uh, oh, that is yes. low. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh boy. Not, not Do you know what though, Dennis? I think I think right Jeffrey one. like yeah. I think Jeffrey's right. I mean I know Jeffrey's right. I spent a lot of time hanging out with you, Dennis, and I've seen your decision making <laughs> process and the one if I'm gonna be diplomatic about it, it is efficient is the word. <laughs> it's an efficient process. But you've done all right for yourself. So obviously, imagine imagine your power if you Absolutely. did just slow down and, and you know do because let's say you get eighty five percent of them right, as you say. Imagine if mm-hmm. you got you spent the extra five minutes. Yeah, but like I would have played like way fewer games of league and taken fewer naps no. though. So yeah, I I go the opposite way, Riley. Unfortunately, I yeah. need Dennis in this mode because working professionally, Dennis and I are we're very close together. Yeah, the hands of the uh, marketing department. 
and we we just make it work. Dennis, <laughs> let's go. Off his decision. I'm always gung ho, and I'm just half on the crackback, and then we just have other people to tell us. It's usually one. Usually one. So it's like, yeah. Usually somebody will, yeah, we'll come up with something outlandish. It's either terrible or, you know, like, might work. Sometimes something brilliant slips through. But, yeah, if you slow down. This train has no brakes, Riley. Yeah, it's got to get it done. Got to get it done. Places to go, people to see. All right, okay. Got to get it done. You know, better to do three things and one of them's right than, you know, get it right the first time. I I mean, I, I think there's a happy medium in there. I don't know. I mean, Dennis, you know me pretty well. There I'm is, a pretty impatient person as well, but like I consider no, my you're decision. way too measured in your decision making. You'll labor over you'll labor for weeks before buying a you know shirt. Is Riley in there holding the uh two bottles of shampoo? That's, no, 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 no. Buy, that's a bad example. Ketchup? Dennis, you picked, you, picked, you picked a poor example ketchup? when it comes to buying things because that's got nothing to do with like this, that's just me being a huge tight ass. That's not <laughs> That's not. There's nothing to do with Riley. Yeah. I don't know if you've spent much time with him, Jeffrey, but Riley is a Riley is the tightest ass in the West. Oh, don't worry about she, it. Don't worry about scared. it, mate. I, I I'm going to build a house with the bacon I didn't order on bacon cheeseburgers. It is. If you if yeah. you see somebody like if you can imagine a person a, che- a cheap person rubbing two pennies together, Riley stands on the shoulder going, "You you you done with those pennies yet? Yeah, that's Riley all over. <laughs> you, you still using them? Because I'll yeah, yeah yeah I'll take them. I'll take. I mean, I'll take them. Well, that's good. We're we're the opposite. We're welcome to America, the land of excess. You know, we're, if you're not being a good consumer, we just ask you to leave. So, uh, might not work out over here. Be careful. No, I, this not is like come here anyway. I, I, this isn't supposed to be a super serious podcast or anything. But I actually don't know the next time I'm going to be in the United States. Me either, man. Hmm. I don't need. I don't know the next time I'm going to be allowed to leave it. That's and, rough, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sort of terrifying. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I kind of like, I grew up uh, going overseas mm-hmm. several times, and I want that for my young son. Who, I mean, it'll be a few years anyway, and mm-hmm. maybe the world will have calmed down. We certainly hope so. Uh, but yeah, I don't want to live in a world where I'm <laughs> forbade. For, I looked, they showed a map of like where yes. your American passport can get yeah. you, and there's like two countries, <laughs> and one of them is Turkey. And I'm like, I'm not going to go to Turkey. <laughs> So anyway, SDH one oh one, you're not the you're not the arsehole for turning up unprepared to a GP, I guess is the that's the takeaway from that there. I feel like yeah, you get one. one. After this though, you're right uh, in the asshole bucket. You get one. That's it. You got one. If you would like to make the jump, aren't you Become a CFD Pro subscriber. Mm. Join the Discord. Oh, he's tied it. He's, he's tied it back together. Use, use code SMART. Company man. We have our own code now, Riley. Company man ties the cape on and swoops in. There you go. No. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good advice out there for how to navigate the competitive REL waters. And once all those events start happening mm. again, which we hope they will, you'll, uh, you'll be better prepared. Beautiful. I'm, well, I'm certain of it. We've dovetailed very, very nicely after we've gone from one ad to another one, and it's been fantastic. Um, There's not much left for us to do. We've got to wrap up the show. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this dumb podcast, Cry Me River, brought to you every week proudly by ChannelFireball.com, where you can use the coupon. What was the coupon code again, Dennis? Uh, S-M-A-R, smart. Smart, yeah. Does it, do you have to capitalize it? Should we make it capital S, capital M, I lowercase don't a? Think it's, I don't think it's case sensitive. 
Not case sensitive. All right, we'll see if we can make it case sensitive. Let's make it all caps. All caps. Just all caps. Smart. All right. Smart. (laughs) Smart. Or if you're from America, smar. Um, you can use that coupon code, and it is, is of course, the best way for you to find out what video games we've been playing each week. It's welcome to the secret podcast within a podcast, Charizard Me River. We are going to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh, but we also have to talk about uh, the video games we've been playing. I started playing The Last of Us 2. Um, I'm going to wait till I finish it to give you a full degustation of it, Dennis, but I Mm. absolutely love this game. It is incredible. It is so well designed. The stories, it it hooks you. Oh, it's when the thing, I don't even know how many of the things have happened yet, but when the first thing happened, I I mean, I knocked my socks off. I can't believe, if you haven't played this game, go and and get the first one, get the second one. It's it's so, so good. We can talk about a spoiler for you, when they played that rising round of golf, Riley. Yes, yeah, that's it. Yeah, when when they hit the links. Oh my goodness. (laughs) What a... uh, uh, those are so not my type of game. All right, what do you why, mean? Why, why, what have you been why, playing why recently, that, Jeffrey? Yeah, why, why, no, why is it not your type of game? I'm curious. Zambambos? Oh, no, yeah, I just... I, I, remember uh, Billy Madison? Too much talky, talky. No <laughs> you don't talky. want story I games? Don't like, I don't like story. I don't care about what's going on. I can stand for a modicum of it. Uh, I like a, the Bethesda approach, where they have a rich... And yes. Well, yeah, I was going to say, don't, don't, don't stand Bethesda these days. Yeah. Classic. You know, give me the, the give me Fallout Three and and uh, New Vegas and that sort of thing. There is an accessible. Story yeah, there's a rich, deep story for you to skip through. I don't have to. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, and but that encourages me, and I sort of love going. You know, I'll, I'll do mm-hmm. a little more if you let me. But if you just make me go through scene after scene, like I'm, I got to get Jeffrey to play a video because we got to get you to play a video because you make game, baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that whole that whole Hideo, you know, yeah, where it's the ending, Jeffrey, of Metal Gear Solid Four. I get on my the phone, final cutscene is, I believe, uh, an hour forty. <laughs> oh no, no, no! See, no, but like again, uh, Dennis and I have been playing Ghosts of Tsushima. I couldn't remember what it was called when I went to buy it, and I was telling Nikki I wanted to get it, and I kept calling it an untitled weeb game. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, very good. Very good. That's got just enough, but even that, when they get through the cutscene. Nah, let's let's get through it here. Come okay. on. Okay. Yep, you know, yep, yep. Samurai it up. People do it slice. Show you know, me some mongrels, baby. Foxes to, foxes to, to cuddle. Yep. Foxes to pet. Hot springs let's to bathe in. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I love it. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of, like, this mm-hmm. sort of open world go around base capturing type of game. Just, have you played Just Cause? Ubisoft games. Yeah, to an extent. I haven't gone, done a ton in the Far Cry series. But yeah, have you that, played Have you played Just Cause? Sounds like you'd really, really like Just Cause. Beautiful. Yeah, Just Cause was really sweet. Yeah. I liked that pretty well. That was a little too sandboxy where it was just like, okay, this is just sort of silly. Have you played Just Cause Yeah, I played the first one on PS2. I think it was on PS2. And I remember there was a bug where once you've gotten over like 10, 10 hours of gameplay in the game or whatever, planes would just start falling out of the sky. Planes <laughs> constantly would just crash. I'm sorry, that doesn't sound like a bug. That just sounds like it's working as intended for a Feature, game of Just Cause. Right? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think that game was grappling, hooking planes like to like trees and stuff. Yeah, rockets to people. Yeah, grapple so people good. and rocket them. <laughs> so good. good stuff. Oh dear. What have you been playing, Dennis? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima, which, like Jeffrey says, uh, with the hot springs to bathe in, has some of the best male ass physics I think I've ever seen in a game. Oh yeah, Jin is. Jin I is sculpted. He's There's full, full, full back nudity. You just see a, a, a jiggling dude butt? No there. jiggles. Jin is oh. sculpted from thousandfold really? steel. Well, man. I mean, you can still have you can still have a, a muscular jiggle. Well, no, because he's going into the hot spring. He's tense. Oh, so it's all tense. When he comes out, though, loosey goosey, baby. Very svelte. It's, yes, okay. Riley, you'd like this game. It takes up. It takes a very a very slow it's approach. It's like one. you sit in the hot spring. And it's like reflect on uncertainty and Jin yeah. will just sit there and be like oh yeah you yeah, can yeah. Go it's, it's a lot like the haiku haikus. but you'll just in, in the in the you, you might hate it actually jeffrey in the hot spring it just, it just the game just tells you to reflect on a thing and Jin sits there for like 30 or 40 seconds and is like what will my uncle think of what i've been doing i'll be reflecting on that jeffrey's doing a little dance there jeffrey i have a separate question for you in the um in the set of scribes section have you ever watched or experienced Yu-Gi-Oh? have you ever watched the Yu-Gi-Oh? and i'm oh for me no so okay i would like you to explain to me what you think Yu-Gi-Oh is about you, yeah, how much do you know about just you, have you, have you? Have you? How much have you absorbed from cultural osmosis? Okay. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, exactly. So I, I know that there's sort of Pokemon-style looking things, but the, some of the stuff mm-hmm. looks more like yep, Egyptian. Yep, good. Yes, there's an, Egypt, there's an Egyptian sub-theme. A loose sub-theme. I've seen, like, some, some like, the cards sort of come together, mm-hmm. like a Voltron kind of thing, and form, okay. like, bigger yep. beastie type things, I think. Uh, but aside from that, yeah, it just sort of looks like you've got an Ash Ketchum type with running around with cards and slinging them at people and, like, gambit. It's not a million off. miles off. It's not a miles off. I mean, so I'm Jeffrey. sure there's other stuff. Is there anything that, that it's important to believe in? you got to believe no, in okay. the heart of the cards, no, Jeffrey. Having Doesn't know about the heart of the cards? Hair. No? All right. Okay. No, all right. He's he's wild. No, the cards do have feelings. The cards do have feelings. Definitely, the cards have feelings. If you don't believe so, in your, if you don't believe in your deck, it won't. Well, you won't top deck the cards you need. You have to. Yeah, the cards have oh. heart. A like little a bit, actually. It's, it's kind of yeah, vibing like that, isn't it? So, Jeffrey. So, I want to introduce Jeffrey to some of the cards we talked about last week, Riley. Well, let, let's let's explain what's going on here for people who may not be up uh, up to speed. So, what's happening here every week, right? Every week, Dennis and I and all of my subs, right? If you're if you're a um, a subscriber to my Twitch channel or you're a supporter of mine on Patreon, halfasister.com or halfasister.net, you can choose. Um, every Monday evening, right, we watch episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! together. And uh, last Monday, we watched uh, we watched three episodes. We watched a duel with Mako Tsunami, which was incredible. Um, we we saw a mystery character steal someone's deck and play with that. That was pretty good. And we saw what is probably the best line that has ever been delivered in the history of television when Yugi instructed one of his monsters... To attack the moon! Yep, yep, yep. Giant Soldier Stone attacked the moon, mm. and then what make us tsunami? <laughs> Wait a minute. Yes. The main character's name is Yugi, and then somebody goes... <laughs> oh. Well, no, he does. Every like, time is, he transforms into show? this ancient Egyptian pharaoh that he keeps in his puzzle like a genie, he goes, Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, okay. Basically, yeah. Jeffrey, it is like... Uh, 
Uh, yeah, and like like Jumanji. Jumanji. That's how you Yu-Gi-Oh. Yugi has a, a person who's really good at Yu-Gi-Oh trapped in his Millennium Puzzle. It's like if every time you played Magic, you could go Magico and you transform into John Finkel and he'd play for you. That's basically yeah, the plot of the anime. <laughs> it's very deep gotcha. and very rich. Anyway, okay. some of the cards that we've we've been doing like recently. I would like to show recently, Jeffrey well, One of the cards was Attack the Moon. It's an actual card. Is it? It is. It's an actual card. Oh. Someone posted on the Discord. What? Dennis what? is looking it up right now. It's an actual card. Attack the Moon. Which is a very difficult thing to do, traditionally I want speaking. To show, it's very difficult to take I want to show both of you some cards, and specifically some right. card names. I'd just like you all to know that America has attacked the moon <laughs> on several occasions. How's that working out for us? We never attacked the moon. I'm not Scottish, I'm Australian, so... Oh, just us? Just all right, Jeffrey and Riley, there's some new ones in here for you, too. We'll just do all Are you ready to be exposed? Are you ready to be exposed to some Yu-Gi-Oh card names? <laughs> all right, let's hit, let's, let's, let's get some good Yu-Gi-Oh card Jeffrey, names. Jeffrey, here we got Interplanetary Purpley Thorny Dragon. Yep. This is a real oh, Yu-Gi-Oh card. It's a real Yu-Gi-Oh card, Interplanetary Purpley Thorny Dragon. And Jeffrey, just looking at that, how how would you feel animating that one? Do you think you could do anything cool with it? It's got kind of like flowing purple flames and stuff. Mm, Next up, we got a real 4.59 p.m. decision from the folks over at Konami. Magical something. Oh, classic. Yep, classic. (laughs) Oh, okay. Now, are these being translated by... Like, yeah, I believe that's what happened with Magical Something. Just, like, is very, very budget. You know, like, they're just in the basement of a subway. We got Bacon Saver. What is this, ca- what is this card? Bacon Saver. It saves his bacon. Yeah. <laughs> it saves you bacon. Right. It is a it pig skeleton bacon. leaping off of a pig, it would seem. Yeah. Then we okay, got bacon World saver. Carrot Weight Champion, which is a wrestling carrot man. What do you mean carrot weight? I know some of these wrestling like weight classes, the boxing weight classes are ridiculous. It's like bantamweight, featherweight. There's no the carrot, carrot weight. weight. Well, there's yeah. here. Uh, we got a card. We got a card oh, depicting you here, Riley. It's just introduced. Okay, this card's just Lord. called Garbage right. Lord. <laughs> Garb- he looks pretty cool. He does look pretty cool. I the Garbage Lord. We got Gogiga Gogagio. I think I'm actually going to oh, Gogiga Gogagigo. <laughs> And then a card I actually have in my physical possession, I believe, from my parents' attic, which I'm a big fan of, is People Running About. <laughs> people Running About. What's the effect of People Running About? It's flavor text. Oh, it's just a 6-6. A six, six. Or a 600-600, six hundred, six hundred, sorry. 600-600, yeah. People Running About. People Running About. Wow, some of these names are... Oh, my goodness. Oh, thank How you for joining happen? us for Scrimey River, for Charizard River, and for Seto Scriber. Jeffrey, thank you for joining us for what I assume was way more than you planned to bite off in this whole experience. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It was a, an absolute pleasure, something that I'll unfortunately have scarred in my brain pan for the rest of the <laughs> Maybe get some free cloud out of it. Tell us, tell everyone where and, they uh, can find you. I'm going I'm to... I'm going to get cloud out of this show? I don't know. I think that's... <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Yeah, hook me up on... Uh, hook me up or look me up on Twitter at LivingCardsNTG. Again, it's a lot of dad jokes, memes, and what have you anymore, but occasionally... Gyms of yeah. some sick I mean, TikTok I've, dances. I followed Jeffrey out of a sense of you. guilt because I kept asking him to do... So Jeffrey's done all the intros for, like, Cheap Tricks, Scrimey... Uh, uh, not Scrimey, but... I, I think demanded that you follow me well that's it i did it kind of out of out of a sense of like yeah obligation but he's actually not a bad follow he's not a bad follow it's not too bad Mm -hmm. 
Not too bad. We try to try to do it okay. There's the occasional, you know, late. Oh, you get you you you, you get some drunk toits from Jeffrey every now and again. About yep. the state of the world. So it's a good follow for that. Sort of yeah. like a real housewife. The, the real house husband of, of somewhere in the Midwest, I believe. Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nor- Northern. Well, Minneapolis. there you go. Beautiful. Yeah. Minneapolis. All right, we're done. Thanks for joining Love us, it. Jeffrey. Thank you for, I guess, joining me, Dennis. Although you, I mean, no, thank you. It doesn't. It doesn't make it any. Oh, less nothing better than the thank you, the half rollback, and then the double down on the thank you. That's that. That's. I was just real thinking world. about it. You know what? You know what, Dennis? I didn't make a snap decision. I thought it through, and I thought, okay, no, this is actual. This is the right. best play, right? And I didn't. If you're just- not going to make a snap decision, I'm going to make a snap decision. F- you. <laughs> <laughs>